Everybody, I'm Luke hey, and I'm Kurt and welcome back to the breakdown. Woo woo! It's a really exciting week. I'm excited. I just realized I think I'm always doing that woo at the beginning now. Maybe I should just stop. No, I think you should keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, right. yeah. I you like know, it. we're we're now out of October. <laughs> we are into November. I know. Um, and when I showed up to, because um, I had today off Wednesday. Yeah. So I went to the King's Chapel, and I was immediately um, confronted by kids who were asking me, "Is it?" appropriate to be playing christmas music i would now. that was my next question for you what do you think i i think so yeah you know i used to be a hardcore after thanksgiving oh but especially now with you know halloween and and things getting you know darker Dark. yeah you talked about it's, that yeah it is important that we get to bring the light you mm-hmm. know jesus is the light of the world mm-hmm. we are the light of the world and uh yes thanksgiving is still part of the fall celebrations yes but it is um I think it's appropriate to be playing some Christmas music if you if you want to do that. Like you should feel fine doing that. Um, it's a nice prelude to what is to come, and it yeah. helps us to build it up. I think Christmas, uh, it's so short. Yeah. Um, let's let's start now. That's awesome. You know? you know what you know what amazes me most about that, Luke, is that somehow the children at Kings thought that it was most appropriate to ask you this question. I thought to myself, why are they asking you? What are you what are you holding? <laughs> Luke has the answer here, guys. We well, can ask I mean, Luke. I don't usually come to chapel. I'm usually working during the week. So but, like, ooh, they see something. It's, in someone, Luke. it's like Luke will oh, tell us. There's yeah, there's there's Luke. He's new. You know, it doesn't you know, I, I'm a, I was a novelty, okay? Okay, <laughs> now, okay. I was like, wow, they're seeing something super amazing in Luke. Luke will tell us if we can listen to Christmas music. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I love that you've been able to go to chapel. It's been really cool. You got yeah. your King's hoodie on today. Absolutely. Yeah. If you are a parent and you have yeah. kid, you have kids and kings, if you ever get a chance, mm-hmm. definitely come out to the chapel. Um, I think it's really going to build you up. Uh, I'm super encouraged. Makes me super excited for what's going on here at our church with King's Academy. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's awesome. And and Frank does an excellent job. Right now they're going through the Sermon on the Mount. Great. Um, they've been going, um, you know, just a couple verses each week. Uh, he does a really good job of teaching through that. Uh, so if you are a parent of children at King's, Remind them, you know, ask them what they learned in chapel. Correct. Um, Encourage them to read through the Sermon on the Mount, even if it's just, you know, 10 minutes a day. Um, Help them to really start to digest this because what they're learning now, um, even if they're not really noticing it, it is getting deposited in their spirit. And Mm. and the Holy Spirit is going to bring that to mind when when difficulties come, when they have their own kids, they'll be able to go back and teach them about these concepts. So, yeah, so I really, really, really heavily encourage you to uh, get involved with your kids and what they're learning in chapel. Absolutely. And I think that's one of my favorite things about having not just a private school and not just a quote unquote Mm -hmm. Christian school. Like I might air quotes going on here, but really a spirit-led school. Absolutely. Because we're we're all about, I love that halfway through the week, we pause and we say, hey, yeah, class is important. Academics are important, but we're going to give our best to Jesus right now. Absolutely. You you can't walk through the door and watch these kids worship and not be like, wow. Yeah, I was talking to Jamal about it earlier today, and he was saying how you know, like the kids sing and how oh, it's, 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 so, it's powerful. so sweet. And it really was like, I stopped singing and mm. I was noticing like, wow, these kids are, their voices are ministering to me. Yes. 
um, it's it's super special. It and, really and if is. you're concerned about going because you don't want to be a distraction or or like if you know you're just uncomfortable, it it won't be that way. Um, the room is almost as full as a Sunday morning. Yes, it is. Um, the lights are down just like we do on Sunday mornings. You can sit right in the back. You just check in at the desk and you just sit in the back. There are other parents there, so really make a point. Even if even if you have to take a day off, like mm. that's how that's how strongly. I'm telling you to go. It's good. And and in a couple weeks, I don't know if this is a secret, but is it a secret that you're going to be? No. Okay. Yeah. You're going to so be sharing. So I will be sharing at Chapel. Woo! Uh, not, not next Wednesday, the following Wednesday. I love it, man. So I think it's the 15th of November. Just don't forget to tell them you're from The Breakdown. That's where you're okay. from. Okay. It's yes. important for yes. you to let them know you're yeah. from The Breakdown. Not, not from, from United. <laughs> <laughs> not from HBC. <laughs> the Breakdown. The Breakdown. That's where um, they know you from. So, hey, yeah. dude, Sunday was really awesome. We've got two different stories, three different stories to tell from Absolutely. our Sunday experience. Absolutely. So. And I just wanted to start with uh, the verses that Frank went over awesome. in um in chapel today because I really think it speaks to um what we are going to like what we're going to talk about on today's uh episode. Um so he's preaching out a sermon on the mount. So right now he's in he was in Matthew chapter 5. Mm. Um and he preached just uh verse 13, but I'm also going to read verse 14 as well. Okay. And that's going to be what I think they're going to cover that next week in chapel. Uh sneak peek. Um Matthew 5:13 through 14. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Mm. And then Jesus goes on to tell us to let our light shine before right, men, right? Because it's, it's going to reflect on our Father in heaven. Yeah, and that's basically a synopsis of I think the point of what happened on Sunday with mm. Linus and the Lamb, because we're always wondering like, why are we doing these things? Yeah. And it's because the Lord has called us to be the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. And, and Frank was talking about how salt, um, and he, he tenderized some meat with salt. Oh, sweet. Uh, right on the stage for the Love kids. It. And he explained how, you know, when you pour meat on the salt, then the salt, uh, goes, it draws the moisture up. Pour salt on the meat. Yeah. It okay. draws moisture up from the meat. Okay. And then that moisture sinks back down Whoa. and it tenderizes. The okay. Meat. Um, and that's what we're called to do as believers mm. is, we we tenderize the world. We tenderize. We add flavor. Yeah. The the flavor of the gospel. Um. And then, you know, we are to we also help with preserving because you know salt is a preservative. Yes. Uh, but if we lose our saltiness, which we can as believers, we get that from the Holy Spirit. We get that from walking in 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 community in commun in, in communion with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Then. We just, we lose our flavor. And he said, the only thing that salt that has lost its flavor is good for is to kill things. Mm. Right. So we have to stay salty and we have a purpose in this world. Our purpose is to go out and tenderize for the gospel, go into those, those places that, that need, that need us. Yeah. And that's what Linus and the Lamb does. They they take these women who are suffering mm. um, in addiction, who yeah. do not know their right hand from their left. All they know is they need help. Yeah, that's it. Um, and cares for them, provides a place for them to live. And not only just for them, but also for their children. I love it. 
uh, which is such a, such a beautiful thing because we are treating we're treating the family, not just the mom. Yeah. And when you do that, then it 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 promotes this whole like holistic approach to healing and wellness, which is what the gospel really does. Yeah. I think sometimes like we fragment it, and there and go. there is a place for I think very specific Agreed. types of ministries. Agreed. Uh, and not every woman would fit the profile that would that that could go into lioness right. and the lamb. Right. Um. But when we understand that the gospel is to impact all of our life, mm. then it, it takes on a whole new meaning, and it, I think it becomes more exciting. Yeah, that is one of the things I love about the lioness and the lamb is that you know in 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 my history and growing up in church culture and then being a youth pastor, uh, I saw just different ministries that it, they were very fragmented. It's like okay, we're going to isolate you from this environment. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring you over here. But when you think about a mom with dear children, you know that there may be a better benefit to having those children there and then helping the whole family unit that's left. I love this. I think this yeah. is absolutely beautiful. And I'm grateful. Like you said, not going to fit every scenario and situation, but praise God that there's an opportunity that does. Mm-hmm. That this is like, hey, saying if there is a, a, a woman with some children that need the caring, we have a ministry to take mm-hmm. care of that, which I absolutely, absolutely love. I'm so grateful. And these women, they become so dear to us, especially with the lioness and the lamb moving 10 minutes. Yeah. From our church in Fall River. Absolutely. This is such yeah. a beautiful yeah. investment. Absolutely. So if you're feeling it on your heart to get involved mm. with with that ministry, do it. Do it. Contact yeah. them. Um, you know, explore that that um that deposit that the Lord has placed in your heart. Absolutely. That, that ministry deposit where you can then go be a granule of salt. Mm. And that's the thing, you know, we can I think sometimes we think about, well, what can I do alone? And it's like, well, you alone, we can we can still do a lot. You're one granule of salt, but mm-hmm. there's other salt granules around you. That's right. And together we can accomplish a lot. And I noticed you were noticeably absent on Sunday morning. I was morning. MIA again for the second yes. time this month, which I did yeah. make sure was okay with Pastor, which kind of is fulfilling this thing you wanted to talk about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah because Pastor John told us where you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were helping out at another church. Yeah. So our, you you speak of Kings, our athletic director and our, our gym teacher, our phys ed teacher, coach Cropman, um, this man wears so many hats, like many people in our culture. Right. Mm -hmm. And he is taking care of our kids, uh, in the phys ed classroom. He's taking care of our boys as they're playing basketball and in building what will hopefully be a nice athletic department. He's also pastoring the church that his father started. And so I find this just absolutely fascinating. You know, earlier this year, uh, Pastor Mike, who is Caleb's dad, passed away, and that left Caleb to really hold up the reins, knowing that the Lord had already been preparing him Mm. for this. The church knew it, his mom knew it, and his dad knew it. And uh, knowing that he was being groomed and prepared for this, um, it was a real big thing for him to step in and to to take care of that and to honor his family and honor the Lord and honor the work that's taking place in Winsocket at mm. the Church of the Acts and to stay here. I mean, this is this is the part that gets me, to stay here at, at Kings and pour into our young people. And one of the things that I noted about Coach Cropman to his congregation on Sunday is like, okay, you guys know him as Pastor Caleb here, and he does a phenomenal job here. But let me tell you something, just 45 minutes away down in Swansea, Massachusetts, he takes the time on his report cards to fill out individual information about all of the kids in his class. He knows his children like all of our teachers. Mm. I love King's Academy. 
Nobody's paying me to say that, you know? <laughs> In fact, I might be paying to say yeah. that. <laughs> yes, you are. So I am. Yeah. And I love yeah. it. My children have been so blessed. And and, and, and Coach Cropman, Pastor Cropman is part of that. So yeah. it's just been really Good. cool. So we can get into some. Well, of- I loved how Pastor John was saying, um, you know, like we want to we get behind them yes. and pray for them yes. and, and support them as a church. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Uh, maybe maybe some people are are confused by that, um, especially if you've maybe you, you don't understand this concept yeah. or it, the idea of one church helping another church. Um, that might seem a little foreign to you, depending on where you come from, especially if you if you came from a smaller church, because you know smaller churches tend to focus on themselves, mm. and even some big churches focus in on themselves. Yeah. But a lot of times you'll hear us say things about how we are um, going back to the fivefold ministry, like we are we are an apostolic church. Yes. We're an apostolic house. This is what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been confused by that, this is a perfect illustration of what that is. Yeah. It's we are not necessarily just about our own church. Mm-hmm. We are about a movement yes. of what God is doing in this area and the other believers that he's connecting us to. It's good. Uh, so even though on paper we are two separate churches, spiritually we are not. That's right. That's right. And this is what was really cool. We didn't we didn't chase down Pastor Caleb and said, "Hey, listen, we'll come in and we'll support you." Pastor Caleb, Coach Crotman came to us and said, "Listen, we we want to build a partnership." Yes. You know, Caleb was here for a little while at our church, and the Lord called him back to his church in the last season of his father's life to help strengthen and support. And uh, he's really done a phenomenal job. And he looked at us and he said, listen, I want to be a brother to this church. I want the support. I want you guys to come in and just help me, like hold me accountable. Because what's really interesting is that this his church doesn't have a, a denominational covering, mm-hmm. doesn't have a partnership with anybody. And what I love about what's happening here, which you just mentioned, is that being apostolic, this is not us overbearing or trying no. to run or yes. control, but when people and churches and ministries come and it's happening now when they seek and say, hey, listen, we really would love the support. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have the, the thing about support is it's beautiful because it's like, hey, we want you to hold us accountable. Yes. We want you to to help us see what we can't see. And the truth is, there is a work that's being done at Pastor Crotman's church, which is 45 minutes away from here. And it's so awesome to say, hey, we're going to be a brother to come alongside you. I always look at it like this, and Pastor Zach would say the same thing, and Pastor John, we're, we get we get to be mm-hmm. like Aaron and her yeah. holding up the yeah. arms of Moses. Mm-hmm. If, if Moses was playing the part of other pastors in a church, we get to be as the apostolic support coming alongside yes, yes. and upholding yep. and say, hey, listen, you're doing a great work here. Mm-hmm. How can we support you? And that's part of where we're shifting now with Pastor Caleb. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you'll see that. Like, you know, we've talked about, I think last week we talked about um, our work with the migrants. Correct. This is what that looks like. Correct. Um, we're, we're really uh, spreading our wings beyond the four walls of our building. Um, beyond just our in-house family, but really connecting to the family of God at large, and then also being the salt of the earth to those who are not yet alive to the work of God. That's right. And what's interesting, you bring that up, and I'm so encouraged by this migrant talk. Not only did we have our first of two our of dinners last night before prayer, we'll have church again. We'll have excuse me dinner again for our migrant friends next Tuesday. But last week. 
Pastor Will, St. Elmi, understanding that we have a Haitian population of these migrants, actually somehow connected with some Haitian pastors and said, okay, we would love for right. you to minister to these people here. We found out that some of the folks from uh, South America, you know, we're not a predominantly Spanish-speaking church. We found out that they're connecting now with a church in Fall River where That's there's a awesome. Spanish service for them. Guys, praise God. See, Amen. this this is the way that it's mm-hmm. going to work in, in, our, in these times, in right. our last days, to right. understand it is not about anybody yes. building a building, building yes. a church, or a, yes. a group of people to gather mm-hmm. in one location. We are all here to support one another to do the work of the ministry. Absolutely, absolutely, and and it takes a lot of the stress off. Yeah, um, because if you if you think, okay, how are we going to do? We're going to meet this? all the needs. No, well, we can't do everything. No, we we can't. But God can do everything. That's right. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to pull us into the work that He is doing. Mm. We become open to seeing how all the needs are being met. Yeah. They might not all be met by our hand per se, but when our hearts are united um, with the other ways that he's meeting their their needs, then we grow stronger, mm-hmm. we grow broader, and we go we go deeper. Yeah. And this even builds a partnership mm-hmm. and an affiliation with other local churches. Yes. We are strengthening one another. Listen, I was just telling a pastor friend of mine just a little while ago today how much I appreciate being at his Providence Church. You could look at his Providence Church and you say, all those people think the same. And the truth is, we actually don't. We don't. That's the beauty yeah. of this fellowship is because it operates with yeah. the five-fold principle. I guess I put a different mm-hmm. accent on the syllable there. It <laughs> operates <laughs> because we understand the five-fold vision and structure. It's like, yeah, we're going to see the world differently, but right. we lean into each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should be working with these other ministries and churches that we're around right. is we should be able to say, hey, listen, right. you could go down the street to this church and they're going to speak Spanish and you're and you're going to understand the whole service. Yep. Yes, praise God. We'd love yep. to have translators here. It's going to be great, but you're going to be more invested in this opportunity down here. Right. And then we're going to circle right. back. I'm sure there's going to be some growth there. Amen. Amen. And so like, what did what did you share on, <clears throat> on Sunday? It's really interesting you bring this up. Um, well, I'm going to say something first because I love this principle. Now, listen, have you ever seen Miracle on 34th Street? Oh, of course I have. Okay. Yeah. So this is one of the things that I've been saying for years now. It's November. I, you can watch it. You can watch it. Can... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We already started watching the Christmas movies. <laughs> but I would say this, Pastor Zach, you know, we were contemporaries 10, 10 you know, nine years ago. I was at a different church. He was here. And it was just really cool because we'd have these dialogues. And and I would say, I love what Santa Claus does in Miracle on 34th Street. Well, listen, this is what we service here at Macy's. But if you go down the street to Gimbel's or whatever, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for at a lower cost. That is really the way that we get to operate as the New Testament church. Hey, listen, this is how we, this is how we're structured here at his Providence Church. But I'm going to tell you something. My friends down the street, my friends 10 minutes from here, my friends a little closer to you right. at this church, yeah. they're going to be able to better serve and meet your needs there. Mm. And I love that. That's so cool. I, I really believe, so cool. and you can shoot me down, but I really believe that's what God loves to see us operate with in this time. It's oh, not absolutely. about you building and me building. It's no. about him building no, his like, kingdom. Like even And even at, at United, mm-hmm. we have kids that come <clears throat> from other churches for youth group here. Yeah. You know, so it's, and that can seem, again, maybe that's like rubbing you the wrong way or you're, you're like, what? Like, why wouldn't they go to the one at their own church? It's like, yeah, but again, it's about meeting your meeting each other's needs yeah. and and there's such a thing as like better fit for 
for for certain kids or different people. Like there's some people that come to our Tuesday night prayer service that That's go right. to another church. That's right. Um, and it's letting that mindset fall of oh club affiliation. Mm. It's not club affiliation. That's it's right. Jesus affiliation. Hey, amen. One yeah. sows, another waters, yeah. and God gives the increase. So you asked me five minutes ago what I shared at Pastor Caleb's church, and I want to say this too. Um, whenever any one of us goes out and, you know, Pastor Zach gets invited to go and Pastor John, they get invited to go. So Zach and Ashley, Kim and John, others, Pastor Wally, you guys, it's all happening. And that's where you see that based on a specific need, hey, we need to be taught over here. So come and bring some teaching. Hey, we need to see things bigger. Mm-hmm. So come and bring the apostolic. Yeah. Hey, we need to better understand outreach. So come and bring so cool. the evangelistic. Hey, we need to help build our children's ministry. So come show us what you're doing. And as we go out, nobody is going um, looking for an opportunity to preach their best message. Yep. This is what I love about our people yep. around here. It's literally getting on your face before the Lord and saying, Lord, what is the fresh word mm. for this church? Mm. Because it's not going to be the best message. Yep. It's, it's not about bringing the best that you have um, because we've seen that done before. Mm. The guest speaker comes. He or she brings their best message, yeah. riles everything up. No, it is about what's the fresh word from heaven. And as as I was seeking the Lord on this, I, I shared a little bit with Pastor Caleb before we actually went there on Sunday. And I was asking, and I sensed the Lord saying, hey, Pastor Caleb has just gone through, and the church has just gone through this transition where his dad passed. There's literally a mourning, mm-hmm. and yet there's an upholding. You yeah. have to uphold this ministry. And so the Lord brought us back to the end of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 34, where Moses passes on, but the anointing has been placed upon Joshua. Yep. And so it was really beautiful to see the Lord wanted to do some things in these few moments together during yeah. the time to literally anoint and transfer yeah. that authority yeah. On to Caleb and and his mom, so precious. She got to be the stand-in for her and her husband wow. to transfer wow. that call onto um, Caleb's life cool. and now move forward in this yeah. ministry. And it was so beautiful because the congregation got in on it and there was some prophetic, prophetic words coming forth. So just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the church is rallying around. They're seeing, hey, we as, a, as an outside church, as a brother, are coming here to support and what was also great is, as the Lord led me on, I really saw that there was a need to have healthy infrastructure. Now, as Pastor Caleb takes over, you know, what, is, what does it look like? And the Lord was kind of revealing these six different things that wow. should build health wow. for the church. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy. The first thing is the Holy Spirit. Yep. A healthy New Testament church is directed not by tradition or mm-hmm. religion, but by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Yeah. And so we went through about six of those different things. What was really a great testament, I don't know if you want me to give them all or. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Go, go well, into I, it. I, I yeah. say just because it, it all ties into what was happening here, too. Well, so. so it was this dependent upon the Holy Spirit, number two, surrounded by the fivefold, number three, supported by elders. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things I've been talking with Pastor Caleb about that really churches have to understand. It's the Jethro principle. Yeah. Jethro comes to Moses and said, these people are going to wear you out. Yep. You know, pastors are going to get worn out. You got to have a support network and you got to have people that understand and see the fivefold. You might be a great teacher, mm. but you got you to partner up with that evangelist. Evangelist. Amen. And you don't necessarily have to have these offices, quote unquote, yep. represented no, no. in leadership in your yep. church, but you got to have those pictures. You got to have that revelation. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, number four, protected by a healthy pastor. Man, aren't you done? Aren't you done seeing too many? I just, just yesterday, 
we get another another incident taking place from a global ministry. Oh wow! And it's like, no, we're done. So what does it what does it look like to keep a healthy pastor yeah. to make sure your pastor is healthy? Number five, a tithing church, which is so coincidental so yeah, considering we we've been talking that. about yeah. that. And number six. Um, planning for three generations, which again, not just seeing for our children, but for seeing for our children's children. And that that being said, I want to tell you what bore witness to me the most on Sunday. Pastor Caleb said to us several weeks ago, we want you to come and we want you to do worship in the word. And so we talked to our kids and Lily is in United and she Mm -hmm. sings and Noah's in Crown and he plays the cajon. And Everybody was like, hey, we're going to jump in. I'm like, awesome. This is great. We get there. We start rehearsing. And my younger two, Eli and Bella, they're kind of like, hey, what about us? And I'm like, what about you? Let's do it. (laughs) And dude, it was so cool. For 45 minutes, this this bore such a powerful witness to me. Yeah, yeah. For 45 minutes, the six of us were there leading worship as a family. So cool. Which may not mean anything to anybody else, but truthfully for my wife and I, That's a longstanding vision (laughs) that we couldn't make happen in our best efforts. Mm. So it was really cool that we went to do the work of the Lord as he called us. And he fulfilled a vision that he gave us. Absolutely. We just obeyed to go. And in going, he fulfilled a vision he gave us 15 years ago. Yes. Amen. Amen. (laughs) That's so beautiful. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Um. And you know, maybe maybe you're you're listening and you're wondering, okay, when are they going to get to the HPC message? Like, yeah. I thought this was the HPC breakdown. Well, again, you know, we're we're talking about uh, the apostolic move that we're all part yes, of. We're all a part and, of it, and and really, it, all of this ties together mm-hmm. because what Chelsea Stradoff preached on was yes. uh, the the wise man who built his house on the rock. Yes. Okay. What we've been describing. Mm. All uh, up until now has been the house. Yeah. Okay. Now, what makes all of this work? Amen. It's the foundation. <laughs> Christ is our sure foundation. Amen. So the capstone on all of this is actually the foundation. Amen. And it's Jesus. Um, and, and that's what makes all of this fit together. That's how we can do all those things because we're built on him. We're not built on our own ideas. We're not built on our own, um, you know, desires of what we want to be part of it's god uses all of that but again even your ideas or uh your relationships your your gifting that cannot be your foundation Mm -hmm. and and chelsea talked about that like one one example that she brought up in both um both um services was how at at a certain for a big part of her life at a certain point she realized wow she had made her mom her foundation, her relationship wow. with her mom, wow. and, and that's supposed to be an important relationship in our life, where we, where we are, you know, the Lord speaks to us, and and we, and we derive a lot of strength from that. But that cannot, that cannot be our foundation. No, it's good. Everything has to be built on Christ. Yeah, Luke, it's really interesting. I'm, I laughed earlier because I'm blown away. This happens nearly every single time. Earlier this month, when I went out, or earlier in October, when I went out to share at another church that we love to come alongside mm. and support, I happen to be sharing a very similar message to what the Holy Spirit led Pastor Zach to share back here at the ranch at HPC. And where Chelsea was ministering about Christ being the solid foundation, the solid rock, is where we began at the Church of the Acts on Sunday, that these pillars and the infrastructure for the church must first be built upon the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. And you see that this is why the Holy Spirit is such a critical component 
to this modern time or postmodern time, whatever you want to call it, to our time. Yeah after the cross and after the ascension of Jesus, because we need the Holy Spirit to yeah. be directing us and guiding Absolutely. us and saying yeah. something hours yeah. away that is tying in all these churches. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think as we as we now like pull this back down mm. to us personally yeah. in our families, um, you know, Chelsea brought up how um, when you're in a house and there's like cracks in the wall mm. or there's shifting, that all goes back to the foundation. Mm-hmm. And so in your life, maybe in your family, you're like, yeah, my family's falling apart. I feel like I've built my life on Christ, but like I'm not seeing all this stuff happen. How do I fix this? And and the thing is, honestly, you you can't. You can't. You can't. But it starts with that first piece of you controlling what you can control, which is you surrendering to Jesus and saying, I'm building my life on you. Mm -hmm. Now you build me up from there. Amen. And he does the building and he's going to, he's going to do the renovation and Mm -hmm. his renovations always have a hundred percent success rate. Mm -hmm. And if that's what you have to pray, if that's what you have to hold up against the enemy, that is your shield of faith. You just tell the the enemy, no, Jesus has a hundred percent success rate. Yeah. And I'm holding that up for myself. So um, allow him to not just like, don't just cover up the cracks. Mm really go to him and say, yeah, I got these cracks yeah, and I need to build this on you. Show me how to do that. And then trust and give him your family, give him the people around you and trust that he's going to give you those seeds and those tools to drop into their life. Mm-hmm. But he has to do the building. Yeah, We can, we get to cooperate in the process, but we are not, we are not the ones that do it. Now, Luke, as you're talking, I'm just, I'm hit with this amazing visual of even if something is built on a shaky or broken foundation, it's phenomenal what our engineers have come up with where we could jack up the house, mm-hmm. demolish the, yeah. the uh, yeah. foundation. You can move the house. You can move the house. You can start over. And this is beautiful with the Lord. Don't be afraid if you find that maybe you don't just have cracks. Maybe you feel like this house can no longer sit and rest on this yeah. foundation. Yeah. It needs to go. Like Chelsea talking mm-hmm. about building up on her mom being her foundation. I think about my coming to HPC and realizing how much was out of order yeah. in my life. The very time that I arrived at this church was the very time that the Spirit of God was speaking through Pastor Zach to communicate order, order, order. And I realized how much was out of order and out of alignment in my life, even though I thought I was a good Christian running after the Lord and just allowing the Lord to prop everything up. And sometimes it's not propping everything up. Sometimes it's demo. Mm -hmm. Things got to get torn down. Mm -hmm. And the visual that I had of my life back then was, like you would say, a foundation that has some cracks, but all the exterior that I decided to put up and all the interior that I decided to put up. That had to go, yeah. and we had to get down right, to the studs. Right. The but, Lord's got to build it, and He has to direct the process. Like yes. He's the He's the project manager. Yes, I think sometimes, like we even go to Him, like, okay, Jesus, yeah. is, Jesus is the foundation, but I'm still functioning <laughs> in the role of project manager. I have an order on, you know, what what I I think needs to be done first. Is like, no, you have to cede all those rights to Him. Mm-hmm. He's the He's the foundation. He's the project manager. He is, and it can feel like well, what do I get to do? I, it sounds like I do nothing. And it's like, yeah, that is kind of the point. Mm. You, you, you do nothing, but what you do get to do is you get to follow Yeah, and you get to walk in relationship. And that's what I think it's when Jesus is saying, you know, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, is he takes off that figuring it out piece yeah. because we could never figure we, it out. We couldn't. 
But then Jesus does say, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So there, so our role is to listen and obey. That's it. That's it. Because I was going to say our role would be the cooperation. Yeah. We're cooperating with the Lord. And when we cooperate with the Lord, we actually get better results. You know, I think about the vision that I had. Do you know how many times I tried to get it so that my family could fulfill the picture that the Lord gave me? Mm. No, I had to just be obedient, cooperate with where he was yes. sending me. Yes. And he fulfilled a longstanding yes. vision, having long forgot about it. Right. You know, right. and I think that that's exactly what you're saying is yep. we know Christ is the foundation. He's the project manager and the builder. The Holy Spirit is the one who is speaking right. and doing the building. And, and you had to trust your children's hearts to the Lord. You didn't have to ask them to do any of that. Mm-hmm. They just out of their their love, mm-hmm. they they participated. Yeah. And that that is true love. Yeah. That is that is you're not coercing anything because nope. you could make that Correct. picture happen. That's right. But when it's done out of obligation, it's not, it's it's, not genuine. It, it's not the true, right. It's not. it's not the true, the true mm-hmm. picture. That's so good, man. And this is just really a strong encouragement for all of us. I love that you just boiled everything back down to this personal. So, you know, um, I think we just need to be willing. I, I had this vision that the Lord gave me years ago as I knelt to pray. I saw sort of an aerial of a foundation. There was no house. It was just sort of an aerial of the foundation. And on the left side of the foundation, there was a stump inside the foundation. And I prayed for 10 years on this. And it wasn't until I had come here and the Lord brought a lot of healing into my life that I realized there was a foundation that was built before complete excavation had taken place. Wow. And so. We may find ourselves with either cracks in our foundation, we may find our house a little off kilter, or we may find, like me, that there is a foundation that's laid, Yep. and there's still a stump that wasn't even ground and yeah. rooted out, Yeah. and we can submit to the Lord for all of it. Absolutely. He'll do it. Yeah, He'll he, do he it. loves that. He, he does. <laughs> that's really his way. <laughs> and you know, the stories of those ladies on Sunday, like, let's talk about cracked foundations. They all had that. Mm. Some of them didn't even have a foundation. You go listen to their stories. But when they submit to Jesus, Jesus does the complete renovation. Amen. Amen. Well, with that said, brother, it's already time to say goodbye, but would you take us in prayer? Absolutely. Would you wrap us up here? Father, we thank you uh, that you are the master builder and we trust you. We give you all the rights. We submit everything to you. You are the project manager. And so we pray that you would uh, continue to show us... um, the areas that need to change. And may we encounter your character in in a deeper way because it's when we experience your love, when we experience how you care for us, um, that we don't, we, it makes it so much easier for us to surrender because we know who you are. And we're not listening to the lies of the enemy that, that would try to come in there and say like, yeah, see, Jesus is going to destroy your life. He's going to try to control this and Mm -mm. he's going to try to, um, you know, you're, 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 you're not going to like it. No, father, we, we know that you are a good father. You give us good gifts. You love us. And so, uh, we just submit 100% to you and we surrender everything to you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, folks. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Kurt and I'm Luke. And that's the breakdown. Catch you next week. Ooh, I love that we reversed that. 